0: Come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on.
1: So Come on. you on. Come on. Come Come on. Come on. I,
2: I know we haven't watch watched it yet, and I know that the two of you have.
1: I mean, look who's talking. To what the fuck? Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> sure. We do a lot. of I want you to, or how did this get made? <laughs> movies. Yeah. But
0: and this is the one where it was like we thought we might be breaking our world because our our rule, even after or even with the movies that they do on there, it was no more kids movies after Jingle All the Way, because that was just like. That horrible.
1: was painful. That was painful.
0: And so, like going in, it was like, "Are we gonna be breaking this rule?" And by the end, like, we still didn't know because we had no idea who what the audience. Well, was Well, we have this movie. to watch it
2: either way because it's like for the live show. Yeah. Correct. But yeah. still, like watching the trailer, I got a sense of like who is this for. Yeah. Like I, and the trailer made me be like, "Oh, I don't want to watch that at all," but I have to.
1: <laughs> oh, it's very adult, but has jokes for children.
0: Yeah, I think like yeah, you were saying, Dennis, that it was kind of like a movie for parents to bring their like Newborns newborn kids to, because <laughs> like, that's the only way that like they're children like...
2: who who cannot comprehend what it is that is happening, right. yeah, yeah, like, and aren't making memories, yeah. yeah. So they're, they're like maybe not three years be, old, Max, yeah, yeah. and, and the, <laughs> the the
1: time dis like the, just the time distortion in the movie is like absurd. Oh my god! Like at one point, um. Uh, Alley says that they've been in a relationship for a year and a half. And and they have, like, a full-on, like, three-year-old. It is impossible. (laughs) It's
0: impossible. Period.
2: Like, just by the way that biology works. Yeah, exactly. Like, she has to have been pregnant for approximately nine months.
1: (laughs) Alright, are we ready, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of I Want You to Watch This. Ha ha. I almost said the other one. Uh, yeah, your, we were talking about <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I am your host, Dennis. And as always, I'm joined by my um, my two um, list, uh Just describing just guest hosts. Guest hosts? No, Co-host? you guys are full-time co-hosts. Whoa, Co-host. there, Dennis! <laughs> we just got to put in. special <laughs> yeah. appearance by Craig I have Craig plans Nail. and haven't told you. I'm
0: like, my share's <laughs> <Yeah>. waiting <laughs> yeah. to hear back on that. Now but you, you know, host. uh
1: No, uh, my co-hosts, uh, Colin and Craig, how are you both?
0: Doing good, doing good. Just, what? uh scribing away, Subscribing
1: away some some listicles. I,
2: I'm doing good. I'm trying to think of how many movies I've seen so far this year, which is not really that many. I think I'm, Craig has got both of us beat oh, by yeah. a wide margin. Right. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I've I think I've seen the movies we've covered on this show, plus like Futurama. <laughs> 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 that just comes with the territory of being me. Um, yeah, we're doing a, a kind of a best of 2018. Parentheses so far. Close parentheses. Um, oh, see,
0: I was thinking more like an ellipses. An ellipses? I'm a, a little well, bit more fan of an ellipses. Eh, so, yeah. I publish these things. Yeah. I, I like the parentheses. I'm feeling parentheses. I mean, I guess if you guys us like two, against it doubles one, as then, a know. whisper.
1: So it's like best of 2018. So far. But it's also
0: kind of like best of 2018.
1: So, so far, far. I, uh, I can see the
2: merits of both, but you
1: know, maybe maybe they'll be both. Maybe it'll be a parenthesis with some ellipses, though. a parenthesis yeah, yeah, yeah. with an ellipses. Re- yeah. limpy, limpy I, I think piece. that breaks all the rules of grammar. Right there. <laughs> oh, fuck them. This is a podcast. We're, yeah, we're <laughs> all
0: about grammar on here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> just <laughs> we, <laughs> we spell check everything <laughs> that we say I, um, after we yeah. say it. Um,
0: I mean personally i do but that's right, just yeah. the english major in me right yeah <laughs> just there just like just like i think i like said that word with the wrong spelling putting that... all of our
1: episodes into doc yeah. in form
0: that's just like my level of like anxiety oh, like wow. i think I, I think look... I, I think i said that word with the wrong spelling yeah. <laughs> 18 years ago. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Just watch out that we're not auto-correcting ourselves. That we're not turning, turning uh, like, still in Skarsgård into Stiller Skateboard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Just like, oh,
1: duck. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not clever like that. Yeah. I think that requires a level of gumption.
2: I think that requires, like, the cleverness of, say, a Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah. <laughs> or a, a professional comedian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: Wait, you guys, you guys aren't professional comedians? Oh. Uh, I mean... Well, we went to yes. we went to school, but you know we just don't never. Know. you can, just, you, can just lie. <laughs> you can lie. No one knows. <laughs> we are doing lists of what we felt like were good stuff. Um, so we're going to start with movies. Um, of from twenty eighteen that have come out. What that have come out this year? Yeah, yeah. yeah or else what are we doing <laughs> yeah, <we're> like, <laughs> just things so far, that we saw. A... So far <laughs> in existence you know i
2: watched the godfather again it really holds up yeah so that's part of uh my recap of 2018
1: <laughs> <sighs> um cool um so yeah we'll we'll uh, kind of kick it off um what uh what, what kind of list you got there craig what are we what are we dealing with Do you got a you got a top five. You got a top three. I
0: got top five, but we could probably do top three because I've seen a lot of movies this year, and you guys have not seen as many.
1: Like, I, I feel like I'm going to say something that came out in 2017. You know? Okay. Like, I mean, like, what are you thinking?
0: Um, Let's go, and then I will correct. <laughs> I will correct you if you are wrong.
1: I would. I, I would yes. really feel happy we'll, to I, pounce if that yeah. was actually from last year. <laughs> I am aware. <laughs> um, well, no, I know that. Um, uh Ladybird is 2017 release yes. yes i saw it this year though i'm sure i put it on the 2017 list that we did earlier in january though so i'm not gonna talk about that movie
0: oh yeah we did talk about
1: lady Bird. yeah, yeah, yeah. we did um what else oh i know a movie that you guys haven't seen that i'd really like to talk about and that is um the death of stalin
2: oh i want to see that yeah you yeah. need to see that oh i know the, the fact that
1: yeah ah I mean, I'm not surprised. It's a, it's a, It was an indie flick that was out for, like, two seconds. And then I probably stopped talking about it. And since it wasn't in any media, I'm sure you guys didn't hear about it either.
0: So you would say this is a movie that you would want us to watch?
1: I want you to watch this. Oh. Wow. wow. Interesting yeah. concept. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to make something of that. Maybe we'll have to do something about that. <laughs> but easily my favorite uh, comedy that came out this year Um as we've alluded, I don't have a complete list like uh, either Colin um, or especially Craig have on this. So I'm just going to say what, uh, like, probably just from the genres, my, my favorite from each that I've, I've seen. Um, and comedy, I'm going to say, Death of Stalin easily. I mean, how can you not? It's like, it would work great in the theater. Man, that would be great in the theater. Make a really good, like, play. So good on stage. But, you know, it's just, uh, it's just i mean it's it's the best freaking satire you know like to the definition of what satire is you know political commentary and uh i mean just for instance um oh god i'm just gonna blow names so what's
0: Spoiling the names. what's the movie about like basically, it's it's about like the last the night of
1: stalin's life basically in that's not it's not historically accurate by any means it's just it takes things that like you know we're um known about stalin and then elaborates on him you know like how he would force people in his cabinet to dance on you know or he'd kill them you know (laughs) or like he would just make lists of stuff or like he had a secretary that had like a whole department that would make lists of people that were going to be executed that night and then they would like put those lists out you know and it was like that shit actually happened and so they just kind of make a very dark humor on like that concept where like i think the first thing is like like someone that's recording a live um orchestra performance with like a singer and everything like uh gets a phone call from stalin who's like he's like yeah i want a recording of that by tonight and then just like hangs out and doesn't say like what time or anything and like they don't record the thing so it's a struggle of getting everyone back into the room to re-record this thing that they didn't initially record just so they can get this thing off to stalin so it doesn't get killed (laughs) like that kind of stuff yeah yeah crazy like all about everyone
2: like scrambling and what they're gonna do since stalin is dying and like who's gonna take well
1: well then there's yeah then he has a stroke and then it's like like, everyone like determining then it's just like this like power move of people in his cabinet who are like uh, uh, vying for like different positions of power, on like based on what they know, or you know what they assume that they know, and everything, and convincing others that what they know, you know, it's like oh stalling, you know, trust me to all this stuff, and da 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 But th- the beauty of the whole thing is that it's acted by people, by mainly British actors and comedians, and um, some American actors, name like most recognizable is Steve Buscemi, hmm. um yeah, who plays uh Cherkov, I think. But, like, they're playing these, like, famous Russian people with no accent. You know, they're, they're, they're not even trying. <laughs> they're, they're just Sean connery Oh, totally. Like, yeah. their, their <laughs> like the, there's an English actor that plays Stalin, and he just uses his Cockney accent through the whole thing. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's fantastic. fucking fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, Death of Stalin. I, I can't. It's great. It's just, it's gorgeous how it's done. That's I couldn't stop laughing, and I'd love to watch it again. So, let's do it.
0: All right. Yeah. You got any others? We'll go. Top three?
1: Yeah, I've, I've talked enough. Let's uh, let's do top three.
0: So that was your number three? That was my number three. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you, Craig. I need my hand held through this one. <laughs>
0: um. Hmm. Ooh, see, this is hard because it's like feelings about movies over... Like right now, I'm like thinking like based off of movies that I see more recently. I, I'm feeling like I'm liking them more right now, even though like... There's other movies that I liked that I like. I feel like over time I'll probably will have liked better. So this is kind of hard.
2: I've got like one thing. It's like the movie I've seen most recently. I really liked, but I wouldn't say that it's my top movie of 2018. Which one's that? So I I just saw Eighth Grade. Okay. And I really loved Eighth Grade. Like it. He captures like the cringeworthiness of it, like the um, the weird angst and like the the awkwardness of it, but also like brings such great humanity to it and a lot of really good humor to it. And I saw it with Steph and like we're walking out and I said, so from your perspective, like how did Bo Burham, like a 30 something year old man capture the like experience of being a eighth grade girl. And she said, um, perfectly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, and so I saw this movie as well. Um, and I actually was at the, screening where they had a live q a with bo burnham after uh and he talks about that essentially of how he wanted to make this be like an overall relatable thing to just kind of the general nervousness that he's been dealing with as far as like dealing with his own anxiety and the generalness of you know the feeling of anxiety of like yeah. people that deal with that on a daily basis of uh just trying to like function daily, like with this kind of like feeling that all the time that you're like doing something wrong or that like something is like going wrong or or that that you're not good enough or or like, yeah, that you're you're, like constantly like doing something that you shouldn't be doing. And, uh, and I feel like eighth grade is like a very, uh, huge transitional point, which was like why it was such a great, like, uh, such a great story to tell this perspective from like such a great story to have this theme in uh, because yeah, like the, it's done very well in a sense that I was like, Oh yeah, I was never an eighth grade girl, but, I'm but I but can 100% related.
2: relate to this story. I can relate to this character 100% and a lot of that is captured in how amazing, how like earth shatteringly shatteringly great of a performance this girl gives.
0: Yes. Uh, and again that was another one that he talked about with um let me see if i can find her name because i feel like she should definitely be named yes <laughs> yeah we,
2: we we should definitely uh, i want to say it's like Aaliyah or something no, Elise Elise something uh, um but but she's just so phenomenal in this film wow
0: why is she like not one of the top
2: Elsie fisher there Elsie fisher that's um I
0: mean. and yeah he talked about how her performance was very technical because it is very easy to like see that and just think like oh she's just like acting like herself and just being like an awkward girl but to actually be able to act like something close to yourself actually is really difficult to do and he was saying that the script for it was like very technical it was very like the ums and like the you know, like, the stumbling over words were all Yeah, it's like a Sorkin script where all those
2: things are actually, like, written out.
0: Yeah, and so, like, after hearing that, it was like, oh, holy shit, like, this girl is amazing. Like, it was her actually acting as, you know, an eighth grade girl being an eighth grade girl, which is pretty astounding because for how many years would they, like, just, like, age up, you know, actors for characters to play, you know, much younger people because it was like, oh, there's no way kids could actually, like do this material
1: well to be that self-aware yeah I mean, wow
0: so yeah eighth grade um i i have i made like a top five list and it's on my top five but it didn't make my top okay. three well I, um,
2: I pretty much had like two movies that i really want to talk about from 2018 eighth grade is my second place one but i would say my top movie of 2018 is a quiet place
0: okay oh <sighs> that one i really loved but it did not make my list uh have you seen that one yet No. okay that one i i felt like as again a movie that there's so many movies this year i feel like that do a really good job of just kind of tossing the audience into a story and into a world while uh not really like having to provide like a huge amount of back exposition on things i love that uh, i feel like this like um Damn it, the name of the movie that we were just talking about. Thank you. (laughs) A Quiet Place does that. Because I had like a million movies locked in my head. But yeah, A Quiet Place really does that well. Um, I felt like Sorry to Bother You did that really well too. Um, Hereditary, dear fucking God, that movie. Um, But but yeah, A Quiet Place I feel like is a really well, like one of the greatest examples of movies that I've seen this year where they just toss you into this world and you don't even necessarily like, There's moments where you're like, oh, like, I wonder what happened, but you don't really, like, feel... It doesn't feel like a void in you of, like, when you're watching this movie, like, this, like, nagging question. Yeah, because
2: because you don't have time to worry about those (laughs) things. Because the movie is, like, such a perfect, um, like, ratchet of tension. And it's so, like, masterfully crafted. Like, I just can't get over how well made it is. Like, just with uh, how there's hardly any dialogue in it. There's, like, a good deal of sign language, but it becomes that the sound design is like almost a character in the movie where the sound design is so important that every like little noise that happens is like could be life or death and every little noise is so important that it makes you like really pay attention to it and you have to watch this movie silently and like you don't even really notice that you're watching this movie silently or that you're like how much attention you're you're paying to that because they're just building the tension in such a great way and and those of you who listen to this know that i don't like horror movies and i loved the shit out of this movie and it's only like pg there's no like real gore or anything but it's still scary as all fuck yep
0: and that's actually really kind of funny because this movie is our uh, quiet place is pg uh but uh eighth grade is rated r
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, actually.
0: Yeah, like they, they're they actually doing special screenings like across the country right yeah, now yeah, I saw uh, where they won't be enforcing the rating because it's like seriously a movie that I feel like everyone should be able to see and everyone should check I think, yeah, it and
2: out. it's not like it's rated R for anything that bad. I think it's just for language.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely like eighth graders
2: 100% talk like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, they absolutely do. I mean, when I was think, an eighth grader, I talked like that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, a movie that I think we've all seen, Deadpool 2, I was, it's nope. on, oh,
1: what? No, dude, so, I've had crazy months lately. I, I know, I know. <laughs> what
2: did it, oh, I can't even but, imagine. But I, I just want you to get this, that it, that a quiet place didn't make your top five, and Deadpool no, Two no, no. did.
0: No, this is my honorary mention, okay. and I was like <laughs> hoping that like we'd all seen it. <laughs> yes, I, I have
2: seen Deadpool Two, but if if you had put Deadpool Two ahead of a quiet place, we were definitely going to be having words about. That. Oh no,
0: absolutely not! I love the shit out of Deadpool Two, but uh, a quiet place definitely uh, is still on my honorary mention list. Um, but. Uh, I definitely have Black Panther in my top three. Oh yeah, uh, I've yeah, seen that. Yeah, I, <laughs>
2: Black Panther would definitely make my top three. Now that I've, I thought it came out last year though. No, it was no, February of 2018. Oh yeah. wow, because it changed it.
1: the whole market in February. Yeah,
2: yeah. So Black Panther definitely in the top three yeah. for yeah. all of us.
0: I mean, that like seriously, it was a superhero movie that that I yeah it changed the game. It, it was one of those things where. I knew, or at least really, really hoped that I was going to like love the shit out of this movie because everyone involved with it, I was just like, this is everything that I could possibly hope for. And I just hope that the execution goes through because you just never really know until it's out there. Like, it, I mean, I feel like DC trailers are a perfect example of getting your hopes up of like, oh my God, this looks actually really cool <laughs> and amazing. And then the movie comes out and goes like what happened (laughs) and also why how did you like manage to cut like the two things in the trailer that actually people like wanted to see (laughs) um but black panther i i just felt like was so phenomenal in that it was a chance for like a new story to be told from a completely different perspective Um, even though like, you know, it's within the comics, there's, you know, the world of Wakanda has been, you know, fairly fleshed out, but we haven't really gotten to see much of, I mean, any, (laughs) uh, anything as far as like black superheroes in quite a while, like on a major
2: level, I think since like meteor man, I mean, blade, there was blade Blade. and then like the original
0: blade was like pretty fantastic. And then the last two were gradually worsening until like blade trinity was just like okay i think we can be done for a while now (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I i think it's honestly just like a great movie in that it brought out a lot of people who didn't usually watch superhero movies which again like lent to the success of like infinity war after because a lot of those people like came back to infinity war to watch those characters and see like what happened to them in infinity war as well so I feel like it's one of those movies that, like, just kind of proves uh, or disproves, like, that notion of, oh, well, if we put, like, you know, like, these people who, like, don't look like the people who have, like, 90% of the time in, on screen, then people aren't going to come and watch it. And it's like, no, it's been proven time and time again that the more diversity you have in a movie, the more money it's the going to The better it is
2: and the more successful it's yeah, going to be. Yeah, because they're and- – they're not really even commenting on the diversity of the movie. They're just just—they're oh, yeah. just giving you a story and saying, like, here's this awesome hero. And, oh, also, by the way, here's a bunch of women also who are also super badass. And we're not going to comment on that either. We're just going to show be. you the story, and it's just going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, and I was watching um, a video where uh, Ryan Kugler actually breaks down that casino fight scene. And it's, you know, it's interesting because it's, like, it's not that they were unaware of these things like they were very aware of all of these things and they were also aware of how to like portray these things using you know small indicators that like like melded with the story and actually made it work without it having to like beat you over the head with this like with this message it's just like no that's just the way things are we don't have to like keep like beating you over the head with it because it's just integrated into the world because when it's integrated into the world we don't have to keep calling attention to it it just like presents itself as it is it it, speaks for itself because
2: it's such good world building on it in its own right and it's like still world building within the mcu but it's kind of expanding this one piece of it in such a cool way like it just down to even like the costumes and like the production design like it's so colorful and it's so vibrant it's just such a like home run of a blockbuster
0: yeah and still like one of my favorite things uh is uh Killmonger. He's one of the best villains in any movie. In the
2: in all of the MCU. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's excellent.
0: And I love uh other than just like Michael B. Jordan, you know, his face and like, you know, everything else about him, (laughs) the fact that like in this movie he actually legitimately asked for his uh his character's costume to look like vegeta from dragon ball z i didn't know that yeah like he legitimately like (laughs) like went to the costume designers and was like i want like Like, there's, like, one scene where he has, like, the vest on, and it's, like, 100% model. No, I I know what you mean. Because
2: now that you say it, I totally see, like, oh, yeah, he looks like Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. I didn't know that Michael B. Jordan had asked for that. Oh, yeah, he's a huge
1: anime fan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. That's awesome. Uh, I just got to say that uh, it did an amazing feat that is really hard for comic book movies, and that's, like, not, like... There it wasn't necessarily an origin story, but it was introducing the character more, you know, and that's a hard thing to tackle. Yeah. You know, because people are sick of origin stories.
0: And I, I feel like uh Marvel has done a pretty good job of finally getting that. They right. did that really well with this one where yeah, he got, you know, an origin story of sorts in Civil in War. Civil War. Yeah. Um we got a little bit of background in him and so like they didn't have to be like like one hundred years ago, like this. Yeah, thing Yeah, happened. we don't and have to like, open
2: the movie with a montage yeah. or with like some VO that like is is only necessary for people who don't already know this. Or, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And I did they did the same thing with um, Spider Man Two. Like Homecoming was a really another good Spider-Man example. Spider Man Two. Spider Man Two.
2: Have you guys seen Spider Man Two? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, shout out to Super Ego. <laughs> Always.
0: Um, but yeah, I feel like they yeah they're definitely doing a really good job of um, of just creating stories of building out a world of taking their time with it. Which again, DC hint 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 like. We, you don't <laughs> have they're to play catch it. up. I know. Like, no, if so, yeah, I, I would love if like no. some DC executive you know was listening right now.
1: I wouldn't right put now. it past them the kind of bullshit that they're putting out. I wouldn't put it past them that they're like fishing through random ass podcasts, <laughs> like through like a bunch of indie of podcasts. podcasts you like, how do we fix our God. terrible, terrible movies?
2: <sighs> well, uh, no, I don't think they do that. I think they're listening if they're listening to any like indie films, if they're listening to Epic Film Guys, so they can listen to somebody who actually likes their movies. <laughs> But yeah, sorry, epic film guys. We love you. We love the movie pod squad. We just have such disagreement about our superhero movies. That, it's pretty amazing. You, like you guys are over there, we're over here, and there's just a line in the sand that.
0: And that's the thing is, like, I love DC Comics. Like, I, like, fucking, Zatanna is one of my favorite characters well, of all time. Dr. I go Fate. on record to like, say I love Constantine.
1: That I like the movie Man of Steel. And I hadn't just seen it once. And I know you both think I'm insane for that. But I like yeah, that I do movie. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it
0: in <laughs> long enough to actually, like, really yeah, have, have an opinion it. on it it's anymore. It's
1: Mike Shannon as Zod. I mean, it's great. Like, I don't know. I thought it. Would, I had a lot of fun.
0: No, and I, and I feel like that was a time where they actually, like, were on a track. And so that was, like, a movie where even if it wasn't, like, I don't remember it being, like, super, like, phenomenal or great, but it was, like, no. I felt like it was, like, the track that they were on, yeah. I felt was, like, okay, like, this is, like, you know, a setup to something better, right. and then it wasn't no. better. No, right. No, it was not. It was much worse. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, and I feel like, and they, they feel like they had to rush, like, with what the MCU was doing of, like, okay, we're going to – spend 10 years building up to this one major event and DC was just like, Oh, Avengers. Oh, we're going to just jump in with justice. League."
2: And I think that some of that has to be reactionary, but also some of that you've got to take it into mind of the account that MCU is owned by Disney, so they have all the money in the world, so they can afford to, like, be cautious like that. They can afford to take their time. But when they started, with DC, they... I feel like they might be a little bit more under the gun from the studio or from whoever in order to, like, crank these movies Was out the... or to, like, get these stories rushed out. Was the MCU started under Disney? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure but Regardless, uh, I'm pretty DC sure. back be, through regardless, Avengers at DC least was, was under Disney. Regardless okay. D C
1: was playing catch up from the get go. Yeah. And the, I mean that's why Justice League came out so quickly without like you know, this plethora of origin movies and everything that MCU already had established.
0: Because, I mean, Warner Brothers has been around for about as long as Disney has. I mean, not like as Yeah, quite but they don't
1: long, have but...
2: the money that Disney has.
0: I mean, well, that's on Warner Brothers. Like, what are well, they doing? regardless of money, what, I, <laughs> what I'm saying is
1: that the MCU already had all the origin stories before they did Avengers. Well, know? yeah, and exactly. Like, just seeing, like, the timeline from when DC was putting out the, you know, rebooting Superman and then doing Man of Steel and all that and then like what reinventing batman a fucking
0: bazillionth time yeah and again now apparently And again
1: <laughs> yeah and like like it's just there's wrong turns left and right they could have had all the money that disney has and you know the situations could be reversed but just poor that, management. That, that's probably true
2: i don't think they have someone at the helm the way that the mcu does no
1: and and i mean it was just yeah they shouldn't. They shouldn't have done it. They shouldn't have done it. But, they should have but, focused on TV, is what they should have
2: done. But right. let, let's not turn this into a whole nother just we MCU are episode. Did. <laughs> Craig, <laughs> what else is on your list, <laughs> or what else do you want to say about Black Panther before we move on to your, the rest of your list?
0: No, that's yeah. I pretty much yeah. I mean, it's great. Like I would have loved if they had like a little bit of like queerness in there. But again, that's like something that Disney is like fucking dragging their heels on. That like every major you know, a movie studio is dragging their heels on, really. Um, But yeah, I I, I still loved it. Like, I still loved, like, all of it for what it was, even if I still think that it would have been nice to have a little bit more. Uh, I was still very, very pleased with the result, and I loved the shit out of it. Um, I also saw another one that I don't think either of you have seen, which was Sorry to Bother You. Um, Not yet. Yeah, and that one is—it's uh, a movie. It's—it's it's kind of like um, the world feels cluttered, but in like an intentional way. Uh, and again, this is another one where I,
2: like they're building a cluttered world as a part of the commentary that the film is making. Yes, and
0: yeah, and and, yeah, and, and I again, this was another one where I was there for uh, a Q and A with the director Boots Riley afterwards. And, you know, he talks about, like, he very much wanted this world to, like, feel very fill like, full- like filled out.
2: Uh, where, where do you learn about these things? These, these Q&As at the Alamo that I, not- I don't find out, out, find out about until after I see you on Twitter being like, <laughs> I'm at a Q&A for this movie with the director. And I'm like, how do you know about this?
0: Uh, well, the first couple Lance told me. And then, uh, are you on, like, Alamo Victory?
2: I am but like I forgot my password forever ago so I like every time I go in it's like hey you weren't logged in but you got your Alamo Victory points for this Oh
0: see so yeah you got to like yeah you got to make sure you get those points cuz that's how you get like higher up in there like
1: gotta get those points bro and
0: they're like system so it's like it's like i think i'm at like commandant level right the, now the, yeah i got a so, thing
2: from them saying i've reached commandant but i don't know how to access any of that stuff
0: so like your, it's it should, they, they send it to your email like once you start getting that like i got one for an advanced screening tomorrow that's for um oh black clansman oh i want to see that uh and spike lee's going to be doing a live uh live stream q a after that too uh and so it's just like i i, I just get oh emails. so the,
2: the trick is you have to like read the emails that they send you yeah exactly okay <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> no, it like, that like that's actually like one email that i get where i'm like oh i actually want to check this out uh and you also probably got like some free like food and yeah stuff i know i got right some here. stuff where i got yeah. some free food offers but yeah whatever. um but yeah, sorry to bother you. Uh, it's a very it's a very politically centric satire, um, and it's very focused on uh, workers' rights, unionization, uh, the exploitation of workers under capitalism, you know, some like real light material. Some
2: real pinko commie stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get uh, out of here with that pinko movie, America Oh my god. god
0: like it's honestly like still like so fucking ridiculous like how effective like the Red Scare was in America like to this day like people are still like afraid of the word communism and socialism in America to an extent to where it like will end a conversation yeah. without with with like someone who has absolutely no idea what it what socialism even means. is yeah. yeah it's it's just like oh my god <laughs> yeah. Uh, And so I feel like this movie is actually really good uh, at sparking that conversation in a way that um, actually makes it accessible to people who are actually willing to go and see the movie. Like, you know, there's always going to be people who are just like never going to see it. But I feel like anyone that's like willing to see the movie and, uh, you know, just have an open mind about it, because um, I don't feel like every like piece of it necessarily falls perfectly into place. But I do think that for uh first directing like screenwriting uh like screenplay um like fucking boots riley like knocked it out of the park like this last couple years of just like new voices like actually getting to make movies and like just killing it like john krasinski jordan peele like just like coming out of like nowhere uh greta gerwig uh was that her, that was that was that was her first directing, right?
2: her first directing yeah. job.
0: yeah but, uh and so uh yeah i i just think it's it's so fantastic it had, like
2: well the uh eighth grade wasn't Burnham's first film but it was like i think this
0: is yeah this is uh his first directed it was first his first like writing. feature right yeah yeah um because so, yeah, i think he might have like you know maybe directed like one of his own comedy specials or something like right that, something
2: or, like that but i think this is his first like eighth grade is his first like feature film that he like wrote and directed so
0: but well, yeah, so new it's voices. a great time for like
2: <laughs> independent auteurs, guys. Like, it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. I, I'm like, again, this is like, <laughs> I feel like this is like what this podcast is about is, you know. Being able to like let people know, like, hey, this is what's out there. Yeah, A24. Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> <laughs> fucking free publicity. I mean, really, like, it really I, should at be a way to watch we're... this brought to you by like A24. <laughs> hey, A24. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us, A24 uh, and give us free just everyone we talking your about your
2: movies anyway. You like, might as well just, just partner give with me us.
1: Sweet posters. <laughs> you could pay me in movie posters, like, at the get. I mean, yeah, I mean, I advanced screenings,
2: like, if you need
0: somebody to go to a movie, like, I I will go to a movie and we will talk about it. <laughs> let's all go to movies. Like, let's let's do that. <laughs>
2: all right. So Sorry to Bother You is is on officially on my list to see. And I would assume for Dennis as well. What else do you have uh, for us, Craig? Um.
0: All right. I have like a million things, but we'll just stick with the movie one, uh, which is Upgrade, which is another fantastic movie. Um
2: That was one where the trailer really turned me off. See, and the
0: trailer like really like turned me on. I was really excited about it when I saw
2: the trailer. Because I saw that trailer and I was like, oh, this looks like kind of Bioshock the like movie. A, Let the body the yeah, <laughs> with a real like bro angle to it, and I was like, oh gross. Like I I have zero desire to see this.
0: And it is it's very um I can one hundred percent see how you how you would feel that way, and I can definitely get like the movie was very much uh, marketed that way. Even though that while there was an element to, of that to that movie, it was more of like X Machina meets The Raid. Like it's, oh, it's see uh, if
2: you had pitched it to me like that, then yeah. <laughs> you, I'd be into it.
0: It's about like the implications of technology and artificial intelligence, like where technology ends and humanity begins in that, in that, in a world where those things are like very quickly like merging and colliding with each other.
1: Also, that dude's fist to that guy's face. I mean, what, what more can you like? Yeah. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then
0: there's like actually like uh, amazingly like well shot fight scenes. Like, there there's so many uh like the choreography and like the cinematography of the fight scenes is actually really well done and is it's it really like pulls you into uh this moment without like doing like the you know like the mcu supercuts because well i
2: mean if you're (laughs) legit comparing the fight scenes in this movie to the raid it's not like the raid i mean
0: it's it's definitely like the raid light but it is very it's like visceral it's like very like energetic like frenetic um like higher high energy like fight scenes it's i mean nothing will ever compare yeah, to i was gonna raid. say I mean, like, <laughs> that's, a, that's a heavy
2: gauntlet to throw down saying that like the fight scenes and something are like the raid well, yes yeah.
0: and just like it's not as like it's not as like heady or like cerebral as ex machina either it's it, but it is like there are definitely elements like of a, both of those a,
2: a lighter version of each of those things kind of blended with a dash of bro and and a little bit of bioshock
0: yeah and i mean it, again it's like not even really like he's not really like broey i mean he's he's like you know a gruff guy he's like very like tom hardy banish you know like um but not even that necessarily because i mean he, the guy really looks like tom hardy like i'm I, there's no he looks very much like Tom Hardy, but he definitely brings his own like type of energy. He's not just doing like a Tom Hardy impersonation. Uh, And it's like pretty much him like dealing with the death of his wife and like becoming like a paraplegic and then having to, and then of course it becomes like a revenge mission. Like, and then it turns out to be this whole other thing by the end where it's just like a gut punch by the end of the movie where you're just like, Oh shit like mm-hmm. that's where they were going with that <laughs> wow which i can't spoil it because I, I think it's definitely a movie that you want to like be surprised yeah, at the ending of i'm
1: excited to see it for sure um all right well uh, let's uh take a break and then when we get back we will talk about our favorite movies of well yeah it's our top movie of 2018 all right all right we'll come back, come back. Hi, Dennis. Hi. Hi, Craig. Hi. Hi. What's up? Oh, just the top movies of 2018. That's what's up. So far. Yeah, yeah. So far. From July. No,
0: from August. August.
1: We're in August. Yeah. Wow. Time moving. Um, <laughs> like the ticking of a clock. It never ends. Um, yeah, I just uh, want to come back and talk about our favorite movies that have came out so far this year. Um, I'll start. My favorite movie that came out this year that I actually saw <laughs> that came out this year uh, is um, Annihilation. Uh, I freaking love that movie. I yeah. think it's excellent. I mean, we've already and done this, an episode on it. Yeah. You, yeah. Check it out. You'll know all about my love for this movie. Um, I'm just stoked for this resurgence of sci-fi that we're in the middle of right now where there's just a lot of really good sci-fi going on and critics taking sci-fi seriously for a change. And like, People not just brushing it off that it's just, "Ah, artists for nerds, because I think it's a great genre to tell awesome stories about humanity and what it is to be human and living on this crazy, crazy world. Um, I think Annihilation does an excellent job uh, tackling the cancer issue. I think it's an excellent movie about cancer and dealing with cancer, and uh, especially one that's sick and trying to get answers out of something that you don't know how to get answers out of. Um, I think it tackles a lot of stuff and if you the more you watch it the more you'll learn about it and um yeah i think it's just stunning and, in a lot and of on ways.
2: top of that it's just one of the most beautiful looking movies you'll see oh like this yeah year. i mean oh, they, it, like there isn't a frame that isn't gorgeous in the movie so and then did we
0: talk about how the movie uh is the anti-bechdel test Yes. Okay, I was like... Yes, I, was so just, I think
2: we brought that up in our episode. That I was
0: remember. just one of those little things that I remember. I was just like, that's nice. I yeah. like that. That was awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, It um, it's great on a lot of fronts. It's got great acting. It's got great writing. Um, I really want to read the trilogy. Uh, the person that actually suggested we do this movie... Uh, told me that they are actually greenlit to do the sequels of this movie so expect annihilation two and three coming out wow Um, which will be very interesting to see where they go with that considering how it ends yeah Um, no kidding yeah because i felt like it was pretty pretty good ending there you know um the whole thing reminded me of 2001 space odyssey so if you like that kind of ethereal more questions than answers kind of sci-fi stanley kubrickian type of thing go check this out i really 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 enjoy it um i mean gosh natalie portman to boot she's just fantastic um and oscar isaacs and oscar
2: isaac and um
0: was it Tessa Thompson? Tessa Thompson, Thompson yeah. uh, Jenner, Jennifer,
1: Jen... Jen, Jen, Jen.
0: No, I kept thinking she was... Uh... <laughs> oh, Jennifer Lee. Jennifer, Jennifer, Lee. Jason Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer, Jennifer Jason, Jason, Jason Lee.
2: Lee, there we go. Yes. It, my, my problems with Jennifer Jason Lee's performance aside, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: it's but but, but it's, it's worth
2: it for this. Tessa Thompson. Because like, yeah. Tessa Thompson's great.
1: So that's my number numero uno, moveo. 2018.
2: Um, I already touched on my number one movie of 2018, It's a Quiet Place, uh, directorial and writing debut by John Krasinski. Um, He's also starring in it with his real life wife, Emily Blunt. And Emily Blunt is another one of those actors who like is so great in everything and is just fantastic. But also um, they cast a real life deaf actress as their daughter to play the deaf daughter. And that really plays in the movie and comes across with a just a terrific performance like not only her but like the other kids in the movie are also really good it's just a kind of perfectly crafted thriller from top to bottom so a quiet place is my number one
0: um yeah mine's, I, i've said it way too much about it already but black panther like 100 like so far it it's all my boxes it's like superhero like black like amazing black women which is like you know pretty much the entirety of like who I owe my life to is like the people that raised me were like amazing black women. So <laughs> I'm like always like fucking one hundred percent on board for like featuring for, black like, women and
2: awesome black women. Oh just like
0: like, yeah. like fucking strong black women, goofy black women, like you know, just like black women. Like I just love black women and uh and fucking black panther does 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 them right and
2: i don't think we talked about like how good like i don't think since return of the jedi i've seen like as good of like a three um like action piece split third act as you have in black panther like it's so cool that there's like the fight going on between black panther and killmonger and at the same time there's the fight going on between the army and at the same time there's martin freeman like flying the ship and like that whole thing and all of that is balanced like really well these three really cool action pieces all done like woven together perfectly in this like really awesome climactic third act it's it rocks yes it does uh i will also since i was talking about that one once i'll talk
0: about my least favorite movie of the year so far mm. which was tag oh you saw it <sighs> See? i did like
2: i that was one of those ones where it Like, from the promotion, it looked like a fun movie.
0: Yeah, it looked really fun. And then the movie, it's just, like, it can't settle on a tone. It just, like, jumps back and forth between, like, so much random, like, shit. And it's, like, everyone individually does, like, a great job. Like, they're all, you know, comedic. Like, they're all, like, doing a good job in their performances. But, like, when it comes together and, like, with the way that they, like, just line it up, it just... It's just so weird. And then the ending is just like what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Yeah, I'm just like I'm like it just it feels so unearned. Like they try and do this like really big like heart tug moment and it just like feels completely unearned like throughout the movie. Yeah, that's pretty, uh and sorry. and so I Overall, I would say it's like a decently fun movie. I, you know, I'm on Letterboxd. If anybody's on there, I'm- I was
2: like, I was, I was about to say, it sounds like something that if I can see this for free, yeah, I'll yeah. check it out. But I, I don't plan on spending money to see Tag at this point.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've got like, I gave it like three stars on that. Um, if anybody else is on there out there in the podcasting world, um, Letterboxd.com. I am Catharticus on there as well. That's the word Cathartic US uh and then um yeah i gave it like 3 stars just like one of my lowest ratings that i've given a movie outside of the ones that we've done for shitty movie night <laughs> uh, cuz i did drive or driven oh nice uh, oh yeah and then i gave next oh I, I love my my tag for my my very very simple uh summary of next which is uh let me see here in gaining the ability to see 2 minutes into the future Nick Cage loses
1: all common sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I like that. I'll I'll just kind of end because uh, uh, Tag reminded me of another 2018 movie that I saw. um, That just kind of you know just kind of a surprising. I I I enjoyed it. Didn't expect really much of it. But that's Game Night. Um, Just a real simple comedy about people that like to play board games. And Jason Bateman is funny.
0: We like that. We like board games. Yeah,
1: check it out. It's a lot of fun um real simple really not much more to say about it than that <laughs> you know you'll get your kicks on route 66 okay um I will take it we will take another break and when we come back we will uh we will hit you with some Sam sightings um that we that have been reported to us as well as we've also seen and uh, some recommendations um stay tuned' been harassing some uh concert goers coming out of Red rocks uh, late at night um yeah, just, you know, uh, asking for uh, any kind of, um, you know, bananas that he likes to ask for and other fruits and vegetables that we know Sam loves. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't actually confirm that that was our Sam. Um, but,
2: like, somebody kind of vaguely resembling Sam like life. his description yeah, yeah, yeah. has been spotted in the Morrison area. Okay, good to know. Yeah. So, so if you're in the Morrison area, keep your eye out for Engineer Sam. Um, I I. I personally have set a bunch of uh, cotton candy traps... Um, around various spots in the Denver area. Um, it's been so rainy, though. I know that's the problem. You're <laughs> never you, gonna you, find them. That's, that's that's been exactly the problem, Craig. Is that you know I set these cotton candy traps and then it rains and then the cotton candy just melts and like there's no way to catch Sam that way. So, I, I mean, I've been trying to construct some sort of an awning, but that just makes it way too apparent that it's a cotton candy trap and not just <laughs> loose cotton candy that's sitting there um which is really the best way i thought of to try and catch him but but you know hopefully now that we're moving into the fall um will the weather will chill out enough that i'll be able to like get he's gonna want to move inside yeah. he's yeah, gonna yeah, want to yeah. move inside yeah. yeah
1: he doesn't do well in the cold so i imagine he'll make his way back but yeah how about you craig have you have you heard anything on the same front
0: unfortunately i haven't i've just been kind of uh, honestly i, I I haven't really been looking
2: all that. Oh, well, you've what? You've been out there watching movies? I mean, yeah, I mean
0: you, yeah, you guys, like someone has to watch movies on this podcast. Attending live and Q and
1: A's. Yeah, I mean
0: I mean so, someone has to like do that work of like going to the movies and like seeing things so that they can come and like talk about the movies. Uh, and I, I I get that like, Sam is a vital part of this podcast and I I love the shit out of you Sam if you're hearing this please please don't think that I I don't want you back here I really do I've just been so busy and you you know how it gets buddy you know how it gets so I'm sure you understand just come back, please. You're a terrible legal guardian. Just come back, Sam. We miss
2: you. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I do. I do not want to put it out there that we are Sam's legal guardian. <laughs> if, if there are any, if anybody in law enforcement or uh, social services is listening, we are not Sam's legal guardians. <laughs> He is his own um, person. He is not a dependent of ours. Uh, No one is claiming him on taxes. We're not claiming him on our our taxes or anything. Yes, we do claim the materials and the energy for the containment field, but that is an entirely different thing. Well, those are just work expenses. Uh, Yeah, that's that's just expenses to operate the studio. Sam is not a legal guardian of ours.
1: Right. Yeah. (laughs) Anyways... Recommendations. Yeah. Look re- at re- rec- recommendations. Recommendations. Um I'll start. I got a good one. I stumbled upon it and it also happened to be a podcast that my coworker recommended to me, so it worked out. Uh I the podcast that I stumbled upon is uh Behind the Bastards and oh my god, that is a great show. Um I just listened to the two parter of um Paul Manafort and wow that guy is the biggest piece of shit and i highly recommend everyone listen to it because you'll enjoy his imprisonment even more <laughs> oh my god he's orchestrated so many civil wars it's disgusting the guy reinvented lobbyism like it's it's insane like he worked for like the, the, all kinds of campaigns throughout the 70s and 80s and like seriously like brought back lobbying and like gun selling and to dictators and roger stone and it's great it's fun stuff Oh, fun! yeah but yeah um definitely check it out behind the bastards um i learned a lot um and the guy that puts it on um i can't tell you his name because i forgot it but just the he's just an excellent storyteller you know for this kind of thing like he's a reporter by trade um he was actually one of the first uh independent journalists to uh report on uh the um the ukraines of the war and that whole bugaboo um and so he I don't know he just he does a great delivery and then his guest is a comedian that doesn't know anything about what he's talking about and so they're just taking it in and it's awesome I I thoroughly enjoy it Wow that that's that's crazy Yeah behind the best suits
0: that's the what was that Oh Wilbur Ross something came out about him today Oh yeah like 120 like, million Yeah Yeah you know it's it's weird like I think I I'm starting to realize something I think that the best people might not be involved in this administration. I just What?
1: What? I don't, I know so really? there's, Craig, there's just, How could you possibly say that, I
0: don't know. There's just something about it. I just I don't I don't know. Huh. I don't know. i well, I'll, I'll whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Think just, on it and get back to Yeah, us. yeah. I, I don't know. I'll have to do some more research. <laughs>
1: um
0: But yeah, uh my recommendation this week would probably be uh why don't you date me? Um <laughs> uh, because it's Nicole Byer and she's hilarious and it's about her being single. Uh, like perpetually single and I 100% relate to that and it's like oh yeah like I think I'm pretty cool and why won't anybody date me? And it's, really, it's like that. But it's like her being funny about it because when I do it, and, it's sad. Well, <laughs> and, and that this is coming from
2: a hilarious woman of color and not from some, like, incel white dude. Yeah. Who's, like, out there just going, like, hey, how come I'm not getting, like, what media tells me I'm entitled to?
0: Yeah. Well, and it's awesome because, like, yeah, she does that thing where she has, like, self-awareness and is, like, willing to, like, have people come on and be like, hey, Let's talk about, like, my life. And, like, you know me. Why wouldn't you want to date me? And this person's just like, oh, yeah, this, 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 and that. And she's like, oh, huh, that's kind of shitty, but that's good to know. I'm glad that you told me. And it's like, yeah, that would never happen, like, with, like, some just, like, fucking toxic masculinity, like, dude. that's just like, how the fuck? Like, why? Well, what oh, the yeah. fu-? They would never even ask well, anyone. Well, you, you
1: know that there's some incels out there that probably found that podcast and it's like, oh, finally. One of us put this out, and then like, and then as they, they find it's out it's Nicole Byer. Byer. Like, oh, this isn't <laughs> what I'm
2: talking
0: about. Yeah. Gosh, you know, oh my god, that, that is happening. Now. Yeah, oh you know, like, my t- god, we, we've himself, got to make like... that a sketch now. We, we've got to write this. Oh my god. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, that's a great podcast. Awesome.
2: Uh, my recommendation is uh, The Adventure Zone, Here There Be Gurblins, the graphic novel.
0: Yes, oh! I saw that! Um,
2: <laughs> I picked up a copy of it. It is fantastic. Picked up a copy? Yeah. I picked up a coffee version it's, it's of no It's now print and coffee. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, but no, I picked up a copy of the graphic novel of Here There Be Gurblins. Um, it's. Uh, The first arc of the balance campaign, Um, the name of the artist is uh, escaping me right now, but it's it's beautifully drawn and it's the same story, the same thing, just kind of all written by the McElroys. Um, It's just telling the same story that you have, but every once in a while, Griffin will pop up like in the corner of a panel like even though like the characters are like making their way through the adventure they'll still talk to the dm and stuff <laughs> <laughs> like within the graphic novel and That's it's awesome. it's hilarious <laughs> and it's it's really cool and it's beautifully I want, I drawn <laughs> and it, is there
0: did you get that on amazon i and did is there not, uh, gonna, but you can that.
2: you can um go to your comic book store and they can order it for you
0: oh perfect i'll Ooh. do that Yay, yeah hi
2: so um just they might um, like snicker it. They might like judge you a little bit for being like, "What you want this like McElroy thing?" But eh, you know, still. Maybe I mean it's comic book. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's I, still I don't, a comic I don't think book. Get to sneer it. So you're like, um, judging me, but yeah, I, I recommend doing it the way that Craig is going to do it instead of the way that I did it. But still, um, I highly recommend checking this out because it's a lot of fun.
1: Cool. Right on. Well. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to say before we get out of this hot, hot room? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm ready to studio. get, out of, to get <laughs> I mean, out of this hot studio. studio.
2: Yeah, um, Sam also ran the air conditioning, yeah. so yeah, yeah. We, we need you back, Sam.
1: We need you back, buddy. We're falling apart without you. Um, up next is the uh, much-teased and finally coming! <laughs> review (laughs) Um, we we promise we're actually going to do it you guys Uh, and so yes that's coming that is coming it's coming i swear to god it's coming oh god it's so close we we have a recording
2: date on the books this time like we're actually doing it
1: so stick with us i that's all i gotta say i'm not gonna say anything else because my god Ah, you can find us. You can find all of us on the internet um at the Twitter. Twitter.com is a website. <laughs> God. At IWYTWT is where we are mainly. You can tweet at us individually. I am at The D-Bucks. I am at
2: Cathartic Kids. I am
1: at Colin Munch. And also on Facebook, Facebook got the. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash I-W-Y-T-W-T is where I post all of our episodes as soon as I upload them to SoundCloud.com forward slash I-W-Y-T-W-T is where you find all of our stuff because that's where we are hosted. Um, we are going to expand that hopefully to more hosting sites. Um, you can help us out that with that if you donate to PayPal, PayPal.com. The yeah. link is on our SoundCloud page um Look for us in the future on Patreon. We have no more details other than that. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's coming. We're yeah. we're still
2: dipping our toes into the water of what
1: that even means. <laughs> what we could even provide. Um, but I we, mean, other than our other than our lovely, lovely. We we'll give all but of ourselves to you, people. That kind of um, I would just I just wanted to kind of say that expect more from us in the near future. Um. Well, I mean, even live episodes, we might even have the opportunity to record one of these in front of a whole bunch of nerds. Um, so just deal, just stay with us. Stay tuned. Um, just, just be informed. Things are happening. Things are (laughs) happening. But don't get your hopes up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. Just like in real life. Yeah.
0: It only is the disappointment. Right. Yeah.
1: Just keep your standards low. That way you're pleasantly surprised. Yeah. uh, When shit actually works out. Um. Or Ooh. just isn't total shit. There you yeah. go.
0: Yeah. Oh, today wasn't total shit.
1: No, that's that that uh, actually so pretty nice. On that, on that realistic note, I'm not gonna say it's depressing because <laughs> it's realistic. <laughs> <laughs> I bid you adieu. Join us next week for Scott Pilgrim vs. the World with Lance.
0: Da-da-da.